0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Didn't Ask Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jaimon, and today I will be diving back into the world of Reddit to see what the people asked Reddit and didn't ask me. How is everybody doing today? You know, I've been getting really busy lately, so it's gonna be really hard for me to do this podcast, but I will always find some nooks and crannies for me to stick this podcast recording in so that we can edit it later and still get this podcast up as planned every freaking Wednesday. How are you doing today? Are you getting busy? You know, it's good to be a little busy and you got to have a healthy busyness in your life. So make sure that you're doing things. And like Gary Weda says, if you're not making moves, you're standing still. And we don't want to stand still. Even though sometimes it's pretty good to just take a breather, enjoy the view, and then get going after that. But oh well. This is not a fully life advice podcast, so I'm not going to be blabbering on about standing still and making moves and doing things and being stressful. No, 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 no. We're here to answer Reddit's questions. So let's jump right into the first question of today. And this one was asked by Show one And they asked... Without telling your age, who was your teenage crush from the entertainment world? Of course, everyone has had a crush of some sort in the entertainment world. It might be a singer, it might be an actress, you know, it might be just a TV personality as a whole. So when I saw this question, I immediately thought about Selena Gomez. But, you know, Selena Gomez has been been in the limelight for a very long time but Selena Gomez man when I was a kid in in middle school I guess in high school Selena Gomez top was on top of the world as a, as a young boy you saw Selena Gomez and you were gobsmacked Selena Gomez top tier same thing goes for Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato realistically speaking For me, those two fell quickly down the list last couple of years. But Selena Gomez has always been on top of my list. And she will hopefully always stay there. And Selena Gomez is still, like I said, on top of her game. She is doing things. She is now in the new Hulu slash Disney Plus show, Only Murders in This Building. And man, what a fun show that is. So if you have not seen it yet, please go watch that because it has Selena Gomez in there and she is fantastic like she always is. Yeah, so going back to the question, asked by user jshow1, without telling your age, who was your teenage crush from the entertainment world? And I have to say Selena Gomez is the first one that came to mind. Mostly because Selena Gomez, of course, has been a crush for me for all these years and still is. And she is still, you know, keeping up with the work she's doing to make sure that she is on top of her game and is doing things and keeps staying in the limelight. And I hope she will be there forever because Selena Gomez seems to be a very awesome person. So keep making music, keep doing acting, do your makeup brands and whatever, because Selena Gomez, we need more of you in the world. You're fantastic. Thank you for your question, Jay Show. Moving on to the second question of today. Coming from user brace for landing and they ask, what are your thoughts about women breastfeeding openly in restaurants? And for me, it's just like breastfeeding is a natural thing. Women have to do it, even though they don't have to have to. But like, it's a natural thing that occurs, and these kids have to eat too. So personally, I don't mind them doing it. I think it's totally fine for you to publicly breastfeed. The thing is then you are putting your body on display. So I don't personally think that you should get upset if people look at your body. But in the grand scheme of things, I feel like it's totally fine for them to do so. And if they want to do it, please do it. And not not saying like please do it so I can look at tits. I'm just saying like please do it because by continuing to do it, it basically breaks. Hopefully, breaks the taboo that's rested on breastfeeding in public, and that hopefully results in people having less of an issue with it and being more accepting of it. And I feel like the younger generations have a way better relationship with bodies and with gender types and you name it. So I feel like hopefully that the breastfeeding question is slowly disappearing with all the generations basically phasing out and the younger f- generation fading in. Where again, the younger generation having a more complementary relationship with their body and with bodies as a whole and don't really see bodies as a sexual thing necessarily while we of course for many generations have taught ourselves that oh a woman's body is inherently sexual and I feel like even though that's still of course bodies are in some way sexual but I feel like that is slowly getting less and less of a pronounced thing in my opinion so we are more looking at personality types and again people are getting more bisexual or pansexual and whatever you want to call that I think it's also like I am unsure about all the namings of the sexualities and stuff like that but people are getting way less connected to the quote-unquote old-school way of looking at things Because you no longer have a male or a female, so you're not necessarily attracted to a male body or a female body. We are way more attracted to personality types. And I feel like that also helps with the acceptance of breastfeeding, where women that want to be breastfeeding shouldn't be seen as sexual beings and putting their boobs out in public and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. They're just providing food for their baby. And therefore, I think that, again, the younger generation should help with that, making breastfeeding in public more publicly accepted. So, long story short, question asked by user, Brace for Landing. What are your thoughts about women breastfeeding openly in restaurants? And I personally think that it should be totally fine. We should accept these women that they need to breastfeed because they need to feed the kids and also on another point than that we always complain about kids being an annoyance and yelling and screaming whatever let the woman breastfeed the kids gonna shut the fuck up for 20 minutes and everybody can enjoy their dinner again you shouldn't look weird to me if i look at you because it is still an interesting thing to look at of course but i feel like women should be able to breastfeed publicly and not be Arrested for that by other people. Thank you for your question, Braceful Landing. Going to the third question of today. Asked by user Pro underscore Psycho. And they ask, You'll receive $1 million if you can survive 24 hours in a game. Which game do you choose? And this is a fun one. Because it makes me think like, how can we scheme this question a little bit because we can pick a game that's a little bit more passive so that we don't die you get what i'm saying like we we can we can pick grand theft auto but if i pick grand theft auto i'm gonna get fucking mowed down with a fucking helicopter in seconds so that's not a good that's not a good option so i started thinking like what are games where you cannot Die. And I was thinking about Animal Crossing. Now, I have never played an Animal Crossing game because they don't really interest me at all. So it's really hard for me to say that you cannot die. But somebody here, Taco Fall Fan Club, said that scorpions are a thing in the game. And I know that. Uh, So are spiders. So. The thing that my question is, is that how prominent are these animals? Do I have to really go out and look for them? Or if I can stay inside like a close proximity to my house, can I just survive the 24 hours and just be done with it? So that's one. And looking through the comments, I started thinking about some other things as well. So I was thinking about house flipper simulator. Because House Flipper Simulator, of course, it's just a house flipper. And there are many other simulators where you can just hang around in, because you also have Power Washing Simulator. You're just power washing houses. I can survive 24 hours doing that. That's going to be fine. But then I saw user 0 Dark Char 0, and they said Pokemon. And Pokemon is a very, very, very smart option because you have your Pokemon to battle for you. So I'm not going to die. My Pokemon might. But for the grand scheme of things, I won't die unless I get like extremely electrocuted by a Pikachu or some shit. But I feel like if we just don't make too much noise, just lay low a little bit, do some Pokemon battles here and there. I feel like we can survive the 24 hours pretty easily. Now I'm looking through some other comments, and this one is also pretty good. Matts for normal people said Wii Sports Resort. Unless I meet Matt, and that's of course Matt, he's the king. He's the king of the kings. But Wii Sports Resort again is one of those, one of those games where yeah. You, you don't die, you just do some sports and hang around, fly things and whatever. You don't die. Roller coaster Tycoon is also a good one. Just wildly afraid that, you know, I fall out of a fucking roller coaster or some shit. Somebody is saying Sims, but I was thinking about Sims. I was thinking about Sims, but Sims is a really interesting one in the sense that it's just quote unquote normal life. But, on the contrary of that is that Sims, and uh, this one, of course, actually coming from small vampire girl. and um, she said Sims. but with Sims, it's there seems to be a higher possibility of you dying through fire or electrocution than there would be in normal life. and uh, I'm not really wanna test that out. So going back to the question asked by user Pro underscore Psycho, you'll receive $1,000,000 if you can survive 24 hours in a game. Which game do you choose? Again, first thought went to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Even though I've never played an Animal Crossing game in my life, I feel like that is a good option for me. And then after I read the comments, Pokemon seems to be the best possible option for me. I know the world of Pokemon and it seems even though there are many killer animals out there it seems relatively safe if you just stay on the main path even though you're gonna have to do some Pokemon battles here and there but I feel like most of the things pretty easily to survive so that would probably be my answer to your question. Thank you for that question pro psycho. Moving on to the fourth question of the ask reddit subreddit for today and this one comes from user making major changes and they ask what is your stance on recreational drug use for me i am a straight edge boy i don't drink i don't smoke i don't do drugs i don't do much really and for me even though i am straight edge i would say go ahead so i think that recreational drug use is very important Because by legalizing drugs, you take the criminality away from the product. So you have the option to just go to a store and buy weed. Especially here, I am from the Netherlands. live close to Amsterdam. Basically grew up in Amsterdam. And there are coffee shops everywhere. So you can just buy weed wherever the fuck you are. That is an great way for me i think to just make sure that people are safe and that things are being done properly and not that people need to go to the streets and you know do some weird shady shit so i feel like recreational drug use is totally fine if as long as you're doing it the proper way and everything is fine i think you should be you should be okay doing it just you know take that pill when you go to a dance party you know, smoke that weed just to hang out at night, I I don't fucking care. The only thing I really care about is the smells that come from all these fucking things, because like I said, I am not a drug user myself, so sometimes I walk through Amsterdam mostly, especially, where you can smell the the weed, and that sometimes really grosses me out, because it's a very, you know, earthy uh, smell. So... Yeah, sometimes that, that's that's the only thing that I see that's wrong with recreational drug use or drug use as a whole. That just nasty-ass smells. But for the most part, yeah, I think you should go, go for it. As long as it's legal, you should be fine. And, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. I, I'm not going to stop you. I can't stop you. So, thank you for your question. Making major changes. What is your stance on recreational drug use? I think it's totally fine. As long as it's legal, you should go ahead and do it. And I think that more drugs should be legal so we can better, for one, monetize it, of course, but also just make sure that the food and health safety laws are in place so we make sure that whether you're smoking weed or you're taking a pill that everything is up to top-notch standards and we do as much as we can to protect the users of these drugs. Thank you for a question. And now going to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today and this one coming from user Outcubed. And they ask what TV show ended too early. And for me my mind immediately jumped to Constantine. Constantine was such a cool show. It was a dark before actually we had any of these darker interpretations of like comics but like it was dark it had magic it, it had a fun storyline the acting was great but sadly it was canceled after one season which really sucked luckily we got john constantine back in legends of tomorrow which made it kind of not not worth it i wouldn't say but like it made it a little made the pain a little less It makes it a a little more, you know, acceptable that the Constantine got canceled. And other show that I was thinking about, because it just popped up on Disney Plus over here, is Stumptown. Stumptown is a TV show that came out last year, I believe, early last year, starring Colby Smulders. And that show is fucking fantastic. It's so much fun. It's about Colby Smulders who really doesn't know what the fuck she's doing with her life and then decides to become a private detective and all the adventures that she has with that and, you know, ducking from the cops and you name it. It's really fun. And it got sadly got cancelled after one season because of COVID. And because I believe as far as I know, they were you know, pushing the season, like they, they were pushing production back and back and back because of COVID. And then eventually they were just like, yeah, we don't know what to do because we're in like a clinch where we have actors that need to do other things. And if you know Hollywood a little bit, you know that some actors get options and some actors get some projects get priority. So if you have Colby Smothers and then she has a priority in Marvel, for example, that means that if Stumptown needs to film something, that Colby Smothers has to go to Marvel first before she can go to Stumptown. And that, of course, is really hard for production and you name it. So sadly, that show got canceled. And I wish with all my heart that we could have gotten more of that show because I really enjoyed the first season It was a different type of show than I normally watch and that we are used to nowadays with most of them being superhero related. And it was also a show with a lot of diversity because there were a lot of native people in there. There was in the show, Colby's brother um, had Down syndrome. And there were so many different types of people in that show that made the show so special so i wish that show could come back coming back to the question as by outcubed what tv show ended too early and i would say for one constantine and for two stumptown because both those shows only got one season while they deserved way more than they got thank you for your question and now moving on to the final question of today and If you know, you know, this one comes from the Am I the Asshole subreddit, asked by user 123stupidlove, and they ask Am I the Asshole for refusing to pay for my friend's EpiPen. This is a throwaway because my friends have read it and I don't want them to find this. I have a housemate, Jillian, 26female, who is severely allergic to peanuts. There are five of us who rent a house together and we all agreed to put a label on our food containers to help keep Jillian safe and avoid contamination. I have a mini fridge in my room where I store my drinks so that I don't have to go to the kitchen if I want to drink in the middle of the night. Well, last Friday, my Filipino girlfriend gave me an authentic Filipino dish for lunch at work. It's called kare kare. It's an oxtail stew with a rich peanut sauce. It's in a glass container and I saved some so I can have it for dinner. When I got home, I put it in my mini fridge, but I forgot to eat it that night because we ordered pizza for dinner. Saturday, I went out with my girlfriend and came home at around 9pm. When I arrived, Jillian's girlfriend, Trish, confronted me saying I almost killed Jillian. I didn't know what she was talking about, she went on saying how irresponsible of me to not label the food in my mini fridge. I asked one of my housemates what the fuck happened and he said Jillian had an allergic reaction to my stew because I didn't put a label on the container. I told them it's inside my personal mini fridge and how dare they enter my room. Trish said they were looking for beer when they saw the stew. She and another housemate ate it, Jillian only tasted it, and she had an anaphylactic shock Where they had to use her EpiPen to stop the swelling. Trish then demanded that I needed to pay for an EpiPen. I told them that it's not going to happen. If anything, they should apologize to me for trespassing and stealing my food. They called me an asshole. She and three housemates said I nearly cost Jillian her life, and the least I could do is apologize and pay for the EpiPen. Am I the asshole? And I can tell you right now, one, two, three, stupid love. You are clearly not the asshole. You had food in your personal mini fridge. So that's just your, it's first off, it's in your room and it is your fridge. There is where this question actually should stop because that means that first off, yeah, they are trespassing and they are stealing your food. And then they want to blame you for almost killing your housemate when you didn't, do anything wrong because the thing is that if you put something in the fridge and in like the common fridge and somebody eats it I can kind of understand that where you need to put some labels on there and that's the rule that you have with that still there is for me like this line where it's just like hey this food is from somebody so I'm not gonna eat that myself because that's still kind of weird if somebody just grabs your food and just eats it I get that you live in a house with housemates and that but yeah it still is kind of weird where you just steal somebody's food and then especially when you are so severely allergic to something so how are you just going to eat something that's unknown and I've seen some updates that you've written and you're saying that Jillian only ate the rice and apparently the rice was still at some containment of peanuts. But still, if you're Jillian, you should still be a little bit more careful with what you eat because if you're again so allergic to peanuts that people have to label things around the house, you better make sure that if you're eating something that you didn't make, or you're not really sure what you know are what is in there, that you you know that you don't eat that. When you see food that you just don't know, don't eat it, because again, your allergy is so bad that your housemate have to label things to make sure, like oh, there are peanuts in this, there are peanuts in this. So if you're. Aller- allergic to peanuts to that extent you shouldn't just be eating anything that you find you should be really careful and especially when you're stealing somebody's food and coming back to that maybe they were a little bit drunk or whatever but peanuts have a very distinct smell so the girlfriend Trish and the other housemaid that went into the room and ate the stew are fucking out of their fucking minds. I don't really understand what the fuck they were thinking because you can smell peanuts from a mile away. Like, I am mildly allergic to peanuts. And even when my mom, you know, uses peanut butter on her bread or some shit, I can smell that peanut butter when entering the kitchen. And that's not even heated. So it I, I find it just really hard for me to... Understand that nobody in that night thought to themselves like, hey, there is peanuts sauce on this and peanuts everywhere. So we might not be smart to eat this with Jillian here. So coming back to your question, one, two, three, stupid love. Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my friend's EpiPen? And I would say, no, you're clearly not. This situation is not your fault you didn't you didn't do anything on purpose you did everything that you had to do in this situation you didn't store the stew in the public fridge you kept it in your own room and then they went into your room and stole that food and then decided to eat it for themselves without knowing what it really was so This is totally on them and I don't think you're an asshole for refusing to pay for a new EpiPen. I think that the the girlfriend should be paying for that EpiPen because it was mostly her fault. Because if she didn't go into the room, wouldn't have found the stew and everything would have been fine. But thank you for your question, 123 Stupid Love. And that has been it for the Didn't Ask podcast for this week. This was episode 28 already, so we are going through it soon, hitting episode 30, which is a big achievement uh, for me. I've never had a podcast go for this long on my end. So, thank you for listening. If you have a question to ask me, you can visit anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. On here, you will be able to find a button and if you press that button, you'll be able to record a voice message to me so I can play that during this podcast. If you don't want your voice to be heard because it's a little bit more anonymous, that's fine by me. Just say it up front and I will read your question out for you. On Anchor.fm, you will also be able to find all the other podcasts, so that would be all 27 episodes of this one. You will also be able to find all those episodes on your favorite podcast service around the world from Apple podcast to Google podcast to pocket cast to podcast addict. You name it. It's on there. Just search for didn't ask podcast. Well, I will be back next week. If you want to know what I'm watching in the meantime, you can visit tracked.tv. That link will be in the show description as well as all the other links I've mentioned previously. This is gonna be it for me for now. I hope to see you back next week. So take care, bye.